Hello, and welcome to our financial services podcast series, Don't Break the Bank, Run It and Change It. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and together with my co-host, Brian Hayes, we've both worked for over 30 years in banking and banking IT. This is a podcast for curious minds in the financial services industry. The purpose of our podcast is to explore some topics and questions, which we didn't even know were questions when we were working on the other side. Just like last time, we're still working from home. So please do excuse us if you hear any background noises. Thank you. Today, uh, we're fortunate enough to have Enrico join us to talk around some of his client experience and how he's engaging in some of the financial services organisations. Thanks, uh, Brian and Matthew. Uh, I'm Enrico Boverino. I'm uh, at VMware for the past uh, eight years in, in various roles, and currently I'm uh, leading the uh, pre-sales global solution consultant team for global accounts in South Europe, which include uh, the, the main, the biggest banks uh, that we have in the region. I'm uh, really happy today to be here with you, also given the, you know, the pandemic situation, to, to share some uh, ideas, some experience. And actually, I'm really happy to, to be with uh, uh, two persons like you that are bringing a lot of experience from the operational size of the bank. Thank you. I'm only smiling because it feels like the Martin thing again, right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what the Martin thing is yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the Martin thing, Enrico, yeah. the Martin thing was we give you three words and then you have to put them into the, in, in the course of the conversation. You have to drop the words into the conversation. Now, the words are never easy. It's like banana, <laughs> ice cream, and I don't know. Powder puff. Powder puff. There you go. So, um, so the challenge, Enrico, for you is that during the course of the conversation for the next forty-five minutes, somewhere at your own choice and your own leisure, please feel free to put any words in that you like. So, there you go. It makes it more entertaining. Okay. I'll see. I'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've talked many times about oh, if only uh, this bank or this customer would understand that we could do this or if only we had the opportunity to to talk to somebody differently uh, or if only we had the opportunity to to express that differently to a customer or to get some different time what's been your experience in working with these big banks and huge customers and and how you get to take them new ideas i, I think the point is uh... You know, today I'm working for VMware, and uh, like VMware, there are many others, uh, innovative and software companies. But VMware, in particular, uh, you know, we bring the the DNA of the Silicon Valley to our customer, uh, especially you know when we talk about financial services. Everything VMware did uh, over the last 20 years has been trying to help the customer to simplify uh, through software. Uh, a lot of the operations from the data center to the digital workspace that that every bank is uh, is using and running and uh, and that is uh, challenging a lot the status quo and is uh, implying uh, uh, changes not just in the technology but in the people in the process uh, in the organization and uh, and we have to accept and respect the fact that you know uh, people like you at the bank have big jobs of keeping the lights on and uh, and and fuel innovation in the company, but sometimes you are really you know 
spending your days at night, as you used to tell me, uh, keeping the lights on and making sure nothing goes down because the bank will will suffer and bad things will happen. So again, we can discuss for the next uh, for the for for the next half an hour. Really, is about you know how we approach to to really bring new ideas, recognizing that you have a big job of uh, not disrupting uh, what's going on. Uh, there is no magic formula. I think we tried uh, multiple ways of uh, you know proposing the technology, demonstrating the value, coming up with a good idea at the right time. Uh, but I wouldn't call that there is... the. You know, you've been good. You said you have excuses. If we look at it honestly, that were not excuses. That's just the way that your job demanded you to to act to act on, and therefore we had to we are we have today to be good to actually address you, to bring new ideas that are really matter and bringing value to you and to the bank itself. So Enrico, you know, clearly Matthew and I have got buy side experience, and we've spent most of our careers on on the other side of the desks. Uh, from from yourselves and and many more, virtually all of our colleagues now at, uh, at VMware, um, what do you think is the real challenge to get us to listen, to get us to really understand what potential uh, there is outside the limits of our own thinking? It's uh, well, it's simpler to 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 say than actually do it. But uh, at the end, uh, you know, we. We've been in meetings uh, before. I've been in meetings with, uh, you know, people like you in the in the many banks, as I said, in France, in Spain, and Italy. Uh, you guys were and are bombarded by vendors with uh, with proposition, and the only one that that can stand out are the one that come up not just with a technology proposition, but with a tailored and personalized journey that makes you happy and comfortable to take on that initiative and then sell it internally uh, to, to the bank. So if we come there, we just, uh, oh, we have this new, this new tool that can automate things uh, without really putting into the context of, of what is really the benefits, the value that is generating from an operational standpoint and the economically standpoint, I think... Uh, we stand little chances to to breach into your attention, right? Uh, that that will that that is the mantra of what uh, VMware and myself and and the team I'm I'm coaching is is really uh, trying to 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 provide to our customers. Yeah, I think I think we talked before about the opportunity to get diary time or the opportunity to to really sit down and go through through things and when you're in those operational roles you spend most of your time talking with the suppliers whose technology has failed you rather than those whose has just been working and in the same way i never used to get phone calls saying fantastic the blackberry service or the email service or the whatever service worked flawlessly all weekend <laughs> But the slightest hiccup, oh my goodness. You didn't, Matthew, why not? That's... <laughs> but, but on that same basis, you know, I, I I certainly never used to invite in VMware to say, great news, everything's just been working. Um, tell me what else I can buy from you. 
so that that's a bit unfair because you're saying that we've been too good to to get your attention and <laughs> you know i i can feel it <laughs> I, i'm certainly not saying throw some um, so throw some spanners into works and make it so you have to come and talk to uh, to people so i know i'm absolutely not saying that but i think it's a consequence of of stuff that does what it says it will do you know and 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 maybe and maybe we need to push that a little more to say hey look you know this has been working for you and and you know it has been solving business problems and actually we've got some other solutions that we think you could benefit from but, you, but it's how you get that conversation i uh, yeah and and you touched the you touched the two two main points one is uh, you know again as i said before is not just the technology right and how uh, in general uh, the it on the bank uh maybe doesn't see the need to sell themselves internally. Like if you look at the major uh, projects we have in, uh, as I said, in the major bank in France and Italy of building a private or hybrid cloud, uh, sometimes it's still uh, the approach of the field of dreams, right? I build it and they will come. And in reality that in today's world, that cannot happen anymore. It needs to be built for purpose and the purpose is the innovation of the bank, the changing of the processes of the bank, the speed and the security and all the different aspects. So the first thing is to, to come to you with a proposition that helps you, you know, again, selling the projects internally. And, uh, and, and sometimes we, we spend time with the customer, you know, in the old days of ITIL, we were doing build a service portfolio, create a service catalog today, that is all true, but it's even more how we proactively reach the line of businesses and the different countries and make sure that they want to adopt a better service from, from a central shared services, for example. The other point is you just touched it. You guys were tasked and your job was to run the bank. Change it, but run the bank and make sure that scalability, resiliency, security were in place. We we need to translate and tell you the end-to-end -end story of VMware in these words. You would have listened if I was telling you, you know, I can make save some of your time. I can make you sleep better the night because through this automation, through this uh, uh, life cycle uh, management of, of your infrastructure and your operations, you will feel safer, right? And you probably would have more i hope but i mean i have some some proof that that happened and that opened more doors to say okay tell me more and if i just came in to tell you how good is our vcloud foundation uh to, yeah that would be just becoming a, a comparison or maybe you just said again i'm running a bank i have really important things to do and go and talk to you know someone else to explain what the tool is capable of is a double-edged sword. I think that we, when you're on the operational side of the desk, you are dealing with what you have to deal with, and it's a, it's a, it's a job that's exciting because you don't know what's going to happen every day, and every day can be very, very different uh, from the previous one. Um, but I also think it's incumbent upon the vendors community to really look beyond what we had, and 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 start really pushing what we need. And, and and to create that dynamic, um, 
it was perhaps sometimes easy for people just to come in and say, right, you've got loads of this. Would you like some more of that or a new shiny version? And in reality, what you're looking for is how do you how do you take that forward in a step change? Now that's that's difficult because the, the the working parameters are dictated for us in an operational remit, and and I'm sure everyone is now beginning what what's going on in the world to start looking at what they can do and what they might have done better um, had they been able to think about things in a different way. But I think it's incumbent upon on, on vendors now to come in and talk about, as you've said, the whole piece, not just the component parts and to talk about what is needed rather than what I had. That would be my view. I, I, no, I recognise that. I think the the route between risk mitigation, cost monetization, time to value, why I should put my effort in doing this versus doing something else, that they're all they're all really key to to getting that buy in. And and I think you've said it a few times. You'd need to identify who you're working with inside the customer and almost turn them into your salesperson because they've got to then go sell the solution. You've got to you've got to convince them for them to then convert it into their business's language to convince their boss who potentially has to then set you know tweak it again and sell it to their boss who then may even have to sell it to a board. So you know it's 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 uh, it's a tough message or it's a tough thing to try and do. And like you said unless until we don't click on the common goal subjective how you guys measure success uh, i i understand why you, you you wouldn't listen right i understand that right uh, but at the same time and uh, there is all the the change the bank right like uh, you know featuring this in this podcast is is the innovation and uh, how we drive that that area as well because the given also the recent situation probably the two things will uh, will go together if not uh, moving more into into changing things now where does that fit in relation to the pandemic are you seeing that banks are using this as an opportunity to tighten everything down and 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 focus totally on run or are you seeing that actually this is a way to radically speed up their innovation plans what what are you what are you seeing from your customers uh, uh, like I said before, it's been uh, three fascinating months uh, since February in Italy. Unfortunately, we hit it uh, a little bit earlier than than anyone else, and uh, we hoped we were the only one, and we were not. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I think, uh, like uh, in many analyst papers, we see, but I really witnessed this with uh, banks, uh, with my customer in the last two months. Uh, there's been a there are three phases of uh, reaction and uh, approach to, to what everybody now agrees to call the, the new normal. I think uh, in the first few weeks there was the big reaction on you know making sure that people could continue to operate. And the first reaction was, I need to do anything possible to let the you know the, the traders, the, uh, the the financial advisors, the people that used to go to the branch working remotely, connecting and making sure that they can continue the operation of the bank. And the same goes uh, to IT, being that fully operated by the bank or, or outsourced. So we saw a, a big spike at the beginning into you know, discussing with VMware uh, around the, uh, remote working, about digital workspace, about uh, uh, virtual desktop. And, uh, and that's been kind of a 
self-sustained phase. Uh, and then there is the current phase where we are all in, where I think uh, the bank is, the bank, all the banks I'm talking to are just reacting to the new uh, rules and processes and needs that every bank in every country has to put in place to uh, deliver more loans, uh, to help out companies, to adhere to the government uh, uh, plans. And that is generating maybe small changes in the applications, in the forms, in their process. But those banks that are maybe still running old-fashioned uh, operations, they found it really hard to change quickly. And that's where the banks that, they if only, but they actually they did uh, work with us to, to automate their platform, found a little bit easier today to adapt to any, any small change. And then there is the third part, which is the big critical part, but how they start planning to recover, right? How they gonna relaunch a new services, new, uh, new business models, and we're not gonna go back where we were uh, six months ago. That's, uh, I think it's clear to everyone. Uh, and the many banks are taking also publicly the, the situation to accelerate the digital transformation that they, they taught for years or they were uh, planning to do for years. I think we said it before, you know, that, that, that run gets all the pain and change, get, change gets all the glory until situations like now, albeit it's short-lived. Do you think the pendulum's now swinging back from, from run to change? I agree with what you said. We saw many times in the past, uh, uh, you know, banks uh, uh, gearing towards digital innovation with the B model organization, right? They were believing the, the existing operation were not able to change the pace as fast as the business needed. So they were either spinning off or creating, you know, new organization that were focusing with you know, practices like design thinking and, and, and other new tools to, to create the new digital processes like a silos. So that already happened over the last uh, three, five years, right? It's not new. Uh, I think with the current situation, we are seeing that innovation, those new ideas be embraced by everyone in the bank. And actually, it's possible today to enhance the operation to reach that speed and then linking the change with the run. You know, everything we say about hybrid model, everything we say about uh, running container, the new containers world for new digital application and the, the, the existing uh, application portfolio virtualized on the same platform is something that really plays this game, is to help you, help the banks to bring together the change and the run or to accelerate the change without, like you said, uh, you know, let the run just feel the pain, but being part of the modernization of, uh, of the bank going forward. Enrico, um, question, for, question for you. It's a bit of a banana skin question, and I apologize for this up front. Um, I think that we can expect the financial services uh, regulators globally to to have observed how the banks have generally responded, which is generally very, very well, um, and that they will then provide some direction and guidance on, on what they will want the financial services um, industry to respond to, particularly banking. Um, so I'd like your view on that and any of the conversations that, that you, you may be involved in with your clients. 
And then the second thing is, um, how are the clients going to be able to move from what was traditionally taking a set of products and highly engineering that product set, bespoking that product set to their environment, which is now the delay, which is now the cause of much of the delay across the digital trans transformation. Do you see them moving more towards a standard type of take it out of the box, make it work and, and add value in a different level? We, we spent time with, with banks recently to work on minima, minimizing the, the attacking surface uh, at the corporate level, right? And IT was obviously part of that. And therefore, consolidation and optimization of, uh, of, of system was also a way to, to address that. Uh, and sometimes cloud uh, was the, you know, cloud services became uh, uh, and SaaS offerings uh, were sacrificed, right? In terms of, I don't want to open up uh, that much. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, now uh, with, uh, as I said before, with the remote uh, workforce, uh, we open up much more channels than before. So I'm expecting that both security and regulations will will still be tight because at the end customers' data are are life the life and the life of the bank and the reputation and everything. Uh, but I would exp I'm expecting I hope for because again innovation today is is, is mainly coming from those those two avenues is you know SaaS offerings uh, products that you know, services that can be easily adopted and quickly adopted instead of spending, you know, the, a lot of resources to implement it on-premise when you could have the same experience and solution from outside. As long as these vendors like VMware make it safe and secure and clear where these data are stored. And uh, today we are running analytics uh, for applications from containers uh, through... Uh, uh, solutions like Wavefront, which is totally SaaS, uh, offered uh, from from cloud that uh, you know is not collecting any sensitive data, right? And uh, and the truth is, sometimes we've been uh, the conversation did go ahead because simply we said, oh, is is developed and working SaaS. So you know, banks were kind of limiting their potential to innovate and take on easy services just because of the the, the thinking that security was not met and I'm expecting that to accelerate and the same goes for the use of cloud now of course the important thing is not to throw the banana skin on the floor and slipped on it and you know and, and fell off and hurt yourself but that's part of the old governance model that we need to together and we can offer and think about it how to uh, how to uh, address it so that, that's one part. So am I expecting big, uh, you know, loose regulation to be completely open? No, they will exist and will be tight, but we will find a way to, to, to accelerate the use of cloud services and SaaS solutions. I see that uh, coming all over the place. The second one is about engineering, uh, and that's not been a seller. I mean... It cannot be related to the pandemic, right? Absolutely, I am totally disagree. Uh, these were conversations we were having at VMworld uh, two years ago, and last year again in uh, both in, in US and in EMEA with our head of uh, of R and D. 
which is all the analogies was like, you know, nobody's at home is building, well, nobody's, some, they will still do it, but the majority are still not building PC at all, right? You buy a PC and uh, banks cannot afford anymore, any company, but banks especially, financial, cannot afford to run cost of IT trying to engineer a solution that is already available, pre-engineered the entire software and hardware stack and can get companies running private cloud or hybrid cloud in a few days. The big piece will be still process operations, people skill, and we can definitely talk about it, but all that architecture design that was fit for purpose, was different from one operation to the other operation of the bank, from country to country, I'm not saying that he has to go away, but it's really counterproductive if you think at the what is really the objective here. Something that came out there, I think, quite quite a bit, you know, both in in the way that Brian asked the question and, and you're answering is is the the move to the move to SaaS based services. I think that, that that's going to be the impetus to adopt the standard process rather than completely customize it and and turn something into something it wasn't meant to be. Um, you know, Brian, you, you know, you'd mentioned, you know, you take a product, you then go through three iterations and at the end of which you can no longer patch it because you've you've kind of tweaked it, tuned it, made it into something completely different. So it's that it's that thing, I think, again, it's another consistent theme is that when we transform, we need to be looking at people, process and technology. But the technology is kind of almost the last bit. You know, actually, it's just changing the process. Um, and adopting the way that that can be be best used. Otherwise, you know, you know, you you end up trying to trying to use something in a way you never really had never had intended it. So Matthew, this is um, I have a, I have a view on this, and and I, and and I'll be interested in in our view and and other people's views that are listening to the podcast. So I think a lot of organisations and banks particularly took, and for, and for very good reason at that period of time. Uh, in part to protect their reputation, took component part technologies. So they took they took all the parts out of the Ford bin, okay, and through some some really clever engineering and and lots of banks really really did you know have some fantastic people working for them, a retail banking or investment banking, and and they applied that that super capability to those standard those standard building blocks of technology, and they they trans they transformed a. a the Ford parts into a, a Ferrari, right? And I'll say Ferrari because because obviously Enrico's you know, <laughs> red 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 blooded Ferrari lover. So so by doing it, what did they do? Why, why did they do that? So they made the product as a service collectively more reliable. They made it more scalable than it was on its own. They made it more resilient and they made it more secure as it was at that particular time, as as it was at that particular time. But over the course of time, that that. That process has run its course, and I think vendors generally have caught up and provide now much more capable technology solutions for usage in the banking industry that really support where the banks want to move to in terms of their digital transformation and moving to a, a digital bank, which is which is obviously what everyone's talking about. So they've moved beyond that value of. Um, being determined by technical prowess to take a box and make it go faster and put four in a, in a rack or put eight in a rack or 
you know, air cool it, water cool it, whatever it may well have been at that time. And now it's about actually what's the what's the banking service that comes out there? What's the digital, you know, the digital capability? How do I make that from a thought process to an app being deployed as quick as possible? I'm going to take for granted because I'm now using all of your well-engineered, you know, robust, capable technologies that integrate and have open connectivity to drive a different type of way of exploiting that. And that's, that's you know, you've said before, it's about the people and the process and the technology, but banks have had to change culturally to do that. They've shifted that engineering focus into a different space. And to do that, they've shifted their operating model also. Now you can't do one without the other and these things overlap. But what you're now getting is the the, the you know, banks are moving into particularly with cloud and particularly with software, you know, SaaS-based services. They are now moving into an environment where actually those Ferraris are being out accelerated by the new battery charge cars, right? For very, very good reason, because that's built for that time and that place in that market. You know, Ferraris will always be a luxurious model and stick one in a garage and then re retire on it in a few years time. But the truth of the matter is the market shifted, the demand in the market shifted, and it, it, that's driving a different wave of looking at the way that banks underpin their banking services with digital-based technology. It's exactly like you said, like we were talking about process and people and then, okay, let's adopt the architecture to meet that. But then when, uh, as I said, I touched SaaS before, but even if it's on-premise, but vendors and VMware is the major one there, bringing the full stack, fully operationalized and engineered, then it becomes a matter of how do I really use of these technology innovation and if I have to train people, create more skills, or even adapt the organization that can like cross-functionally work together to operate that platform instead of the traditional storage network and, and compute silos, that's where banking are working with us with. They said, you know, we are ready to invest. We can see, like at the beginning we said, the return on investment, the benefit. Now adoption becomes key. And by the way, also commercial models on subscription and pay as you go are also accelerating this because then is also more interest than before from the vendors to actually make sure that everybody is using all the, like you call them, all the widgets and the innovation of, of, of a Ferrari. And, and we will continue to, to do that until we will bring up the, the new version. And because it's out of the box within quotes, but now it's possible to upgrade. Too many times we built those custom architecture and the big feedback we had over the years was, oh, we are stuck with the old, old one. Now we need to recreate a greenfield and that's too painful. Let's create something that we can actually upgrade. And the final comment on this area is around automation. I'm sure there are a lot of, uh, <laughs> of people in the organization and uh, without being controversial many times i face the conversation of uh, you know i'd rather put uh, five people doing manual tasks than automated and uh, okay uh, we can debate it but uh, the point is uh, automation as a as a as a high level uh, subject that could apply to 
security to network to provisioning servers to cloud and so on it cannot be just a you know powder puff on, on the face that just covers uh, existing existing processes right it needs it needs to rethink and reshape the process rethink and reshape the way it is offering services to developers and line of businesses and then automate the full supply chain of IT services. That is today possible technically. I, I did it, I did it. You, uh, absolutely, you did it. <laughs> absolutely, you did it. I'm really, I'm really glad you've used the word automation there because I think, I think in a lot of cases, that's also referred to as digitizing. And, and actually, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's really about automating a process. Kind of doesn't really matter how the input and the, and the output work you know how you take a banana and turn it into ice cream you know it doesn't really doesn't really make a difference the big thing is innovation and digitizing isn't really there there's really about digital thinking and 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 doing something completely different so so i I like the fact you used automation as the as the term what what other areas of of that kind of transformation are you are you um, are you seeing that, that, that like problematic or or maybe get tarnished with the wrong terminology? I think the the big elephant uh, in in the room right now is the is the application portfolio, right? And uh, either we're talking about uh, you know moving off of the mainframe, which is something that uh, you know is uh, it would be at the top of any agenda, but very few people would uh, bet their career and risk. Uh, the one life in a time decision. Uh, so that that's something we see that happening now more than before. Uh, we are helping customer, but the reality goes into the application conversation. And uh, and I see honestly, I see two two main areas of the same of of the same cake, but two two big areas. Uh, one is. Uh, you know, the, the Uber approach of let's look at the entire application portfolio. I mean, banks I'm dealing with, they run between three to 5,000 applications. So uh, that's kind of, uh, you know, difficult to justify itself unless they find some quick wins. Uh, but it's looking at this application portfolio and really rationalize, understand where the new application, which one can be moved, which one can be refactored, which one should be retired. And then in parallel and together, there is the new, the new cloud native app. The, and that is really linked to what you called, you know, the new digital processes. If, we, if banks define new digital process to shape the experience of me or any other current holder, when if we walked into a branch or when we start interacting through mobile apps and, uh, and, uh, and uh, online uh, online website and even now you you cannot see a seamless experience between the two but when we reshape those processes that will create you know the microservices the new containerization is not just uh, is not a myth it's happening it needs to be brought together i think with the the overall application portfolio modernization and and again, if that new cloud native application development becomes just a new silo for some specific app, it, I think we're going to end up in a corner like before and the real bank will still run. 
on, uh, on the monolithic uh, and traditional apps. So we need to bring it together and we can bring it together starting from the infrastructure as well as the DevOps concept to support uh, those new processes with the current operations. Are there, some, are there some people out there already doing it or is it or is it all just aspiration at this stage? And you don't have to answer this, by the way. No, no, no. I think, uh, you know, banks uh, in the nature have the money. <laughs> uh, it's part of the game. Uh, and, you know, all the big banks uh, we're working with uh, have public initiatives to create, you know, from startup incubators to uh, new digital applications, new new ways of creating innovation. So for years, the bank have been doing it. I think uh, too many times, if I may, and maybe it's just a comment from a vendor, but uh, this has been uh, seen as, well, let's try something. You know, let's an attempt to uh, embrace innovation, uh, not really driven by the business need. And I think now it's been driven by the business need. And this accelerator acceleration will happen that, you know, the banks have to to seamlessly integrate or beat the fintechs, right? And the, the last mile experience needs to be factoring into the services. And they cannot, we cannot just, they cannot just sell on, uh, on the, the risks. And the well-established bank will always have the, have the customers because we will shift also the old generation now we will shift and uh, because they're forced because they are at home they cannot walk in the branch anymore so mm. even you know my parents uh, bless them uh, they have to get used to digital signature for the bank so the bank had to be ready and they're not maybe digital equipped to go online and, and do it but we had to guide them to those applications today will be are already delivered i mean big banks in france they have uh, 3,000 people, developers, uh, operations to just do this, and they're already doing it. What I, back to my previous comment of change and run, uh, what I hope to see is that this change of bank is really now mutually, you know, shaking hand with the run the bank and create a solid platform with new applications. So, so given that the banks have hidden behind lots of different reasons and, and you know, we kind of started that at the beginning of the podcast, we're, we're seeing some that, are, that you know, are, are on that journey. They, they are moving and, and through the current climate or the current situation are, are having to accelerate and, and break down some of that inertia. If there was like a final message you could give to, to our listeners and, you know, and, and some of those are are our colleagues and some of those are our customers what, what would that be for for making your life easier or, or or maybe even making their life easier what i'm telling them is that it's not it's not late actually we cannot afford to to waste time to start planning for the new normal and uh, being that uh, a new wave of uh, operations with more remote or less workforce or uh, being that shaping the new initiatives to run new, you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning uh, services, and new application development. Now is the time to sit at the table uh, with somebody that can guide you across a, a wide, uh, a wide set of uh, possibilities 
uh, and shape that strategy. Uh, that will lead uh, the, the new budget cycles that will come up soon. I think banks uh, need to have, from an IT perspective, but also business, but from an IT perspective, now in the next two months is the real the time to, to shape that strategy. And, uh, and I know we have to be, like I said before, uh, handling the, the status quo and adjust to, to match new regulation, new processes, but we cannot afford not to think of what will be the operating model starting the end of the year and going into 2022. Mm. Brian, any last thoughts? Well, there's a couple of thoughts, and I think I'm just going to reinforce what Enrico has already said. So um, if you look at what's happened in the UK over the past eight weeks, six million people have accessed their app, their banking app for the first time. Um, 200,000 people a day were, were moving from a branch to a digital channel. Um, that's not going to swing back at any point soon, if it ever swings back at all. So the emphasis in terms of what most organisations talk about, their digital transformation, has just been accelerated considerably by through necessity. Right? The necessity has, has driven that, as Enrico has talked about. I think in, in what will that do? That will look at anything that's inside a more traditional banking organisation that causes a delay or a drag effect in terms of pace of change because the customer, the client journey is the most important thing. So if you get the customer journey right, if you get the customer experience right, then you get customer retention, and that's a key component of any bank's uh, KPIs. So that will force, as, as, as Enrico has rightly pointed out, organizations now to look with a, with a forensic level at where their investment is applied to get maximum bang for that for buck from, from that investment. Um, and we, t we talk about, sometimes we talk about legacy. I think we talked about it with Martin Eves when he was on the call. Um, most traditional banks still run on legacy. I hope that, that's not a shock to people that are listening. Uh, and and they've, they've successfully run and re you know, re retained their ability to run as a bank through the current crisis that's been experienced. That said, the the new banking clients, the, the 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 millennials, as they are referred to, I've got four millennials that live with me, um, and they're difficult and challenging. But they they don't know what a branch is, right? They, they you know their, their appetite is they want that that Facebook, that Google experience from a banking experience. Um, that means that, that the banks have to provide access to that underlying data, um, which means they have to punch holes in that legacy application suite to provide that hyper-personalization, that smart banking that's really now coming to the fore. So I, I don't disagree with anything Enrico said, and I, 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 he wouldn't be surprised by that. But I think it's I think what we're going to see is a massive acceleration. And, and at the last thing Enrico said um, was, don't wait to the end of year for your normal financial review cycle, budgetary cycle, because you'll probably be about six months late at that point. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Enrico. It's been very interesting. Look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you for the opportunity and see you soon. Ciao. Just so cool. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. <laughs> If we can help you in any way, please talk with your VMware account team. Alternatively, you can connect with us through LinkedIn. Just search for Matthew O'Neill or Brian Hayes at VMware. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Matthew O'N. 
thank you for listening. We hope you can join us again next time. Please do take care of yourself. <laughs>